What's up, everybody? My name is Lamont, and welcome back to the God is My Source podcast, where we bridge the gap between God, money, health, family, and relationships. I got the beautiful Avia Duncan on the line today from Illinois. She has an amazing testimony. Let me tell y'all. Y'all going to enjoy this episode, but first we're going to get into a word of prayer, and then we're going to talk to Miss Avia to find out everything that God has done for her, everything God has brought her through to get her to where she is today. So let's bow our heads and let's get ready. Amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for this day. We honor you. We praise you, Lord. We thank you for showing us what you desire us to do and giving us opportunity to praise your name. We thank you for letting us be the light, Lord Jesus. Lord, we ask you to help us to continue to show people how to put you first. Because you said, seek ye first the kingdom of God. You didn't say, seek ye first money. You didn't say, seek ye first a job. You didn't say, seek ye first a business. You didn't say, seek ye first swindles and schemes so that we can provide for ourselves. We lean on you to provide everything for us. We thank you for being our source. We thank you for being our shield. We thank you for being our provider. And we ask you to just continue to help us to help others and continue to guide us throughout this daily journey that we call life. It's in Jesus' mighty name I pray. It is so and it shall be. Amen. 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 Yes, Lord. Hmm. Glad to have you. How, how you doing today? I'm doing well, doing good. I'm excited to be here. Amen. 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 So I know you're from Illinois. Are you from Chicago, Illinois? Or are you I am actually from the suburbs of Chicago. So where I live is called Waukegan. Uh, we are about 40 minutes from the city. Um, we still live off of the lake. So if you stand on the lake, you can still see the skyline. Um, sometimes depending on the weather from there, but we don't live right. It's not right in the, the city in the midst of it. It's more like on the suburbs, the outskirt, what they call Lake County. Okay. You're the first person to ever tell me that. Some people that live on the outskirts, they tell me they're like, no, nah, I'm from Chicago or I'm from Detroit. They say like that Cleveland sometimes too. That's what's up. Yeah, because people want that clout, but I mean, I'm not, I ain't into claiming nothing. I'm I I don't care. <laughs> like, I don't care. Plus, I don't want that attachment to me because when people think the city, they be like, oh, you crazy, y'all be shooting, or you know, <laughs> they think violent <laughs> automatically. I'm like, oh Lord, let me stop. T- uh-uh. Because sometimes I just say they be like, oh, where are you from? I'm like, I'm from over um by Chicago. I say Chicago. And people be like, oh my goodness, because a lot of people can't pronounce Waukee and you know, so yeah. That's what's up. Miss Avia Duncan, we we thank you for coming on here today because you bless us I'm with crazy. your presence. She has a wonderful book out that you guys want to check out. It's called Control Your Thoughts, Control Your Mind. Mm-hmm. This book yeah. is amazing. Y'all, y'all definitely want to check this out. She's a business owner, author, mother, amazing testimony. So let's let's hear from you right quick. Could you tell us who Avia Duncan is and what is your testimony? What has God brought you out of? What has God brought you through to get you to where you are today? Man, so much. Man, first, let me just say, God is good. Amen. God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. I've been, I've always been that, that person be full of faith. I would beat my grandma to church. That's just how much I love the Lord. Like I would be that kid would be up and ready for, for Sunday school. I wanted to be on the usher board. I wanted to be in the choir. Like I just love the Lord and I like the way church made me feel um but I lost my way I lost my way because I realized that 
So what I came from, I came from being raised by my grandparents. Most of the time when you're being raised by your grandparents, obviously parents had some issues. In the 80s, big crack epidemic, yes, it hit my family. So my parents was, you know, they was a part of the, um, you know, on drugs pretty bad with, you know, when the crack hit the 80s, they they fell into that that statistic. So I was raised by my grandparents. Um, by the time my grandma had to get us, it was four of us, you know, my grandmother, she was like, I'm tired of raising kids. I'm done raising children. Now y'all do what y'all supposed to do, but grandma got a stuff to do too. Grandma, so, you know, it's like, like she was like right there, right there. So we practically kind of had to raise ourselves. She was there to give us food, shelter and everything like that. But, you know, sometimes times was hard. Sometimes, you know, we didn't have, sometimes we had to make way out of no way. You know, sometimes, you know, utilities might not be on. Sometimes, you know, we might have to move. Um, so, you know, it was hard. It was hard growing up though. But, you know, with that, with that, I feel like that built character. So with that struggle, right? I feel like that built character and it made me realize what I wanted in life. So I know I didn't want that. I know that's something I didn't want for my kids and my family. So I know what I wanted and what I wanted to do. But as I got older, you know, I still used to go to church and stuff like that. But I lost I lost faith, um, not so much in, in the Lord, but I lost faith in the church. Mm. and I lost faith in the church because I would go to church and but I would sit around and I would listen to the side conversation because I'm like 15 16 I listen and I knew that people were so judgmental um and you know we was we would go to Christian church um uh, we we was considered Christians and um you know people were so judgmental they didn't like gay people they didn't like this person they didn't like that person the the, the preacher and his wife would pull up in Benzes and Cadillacs and stuff they would take up like eight or five uh collections and my grandma putting money in all of them we barely got stuff ourselves like grandma you putting all this money in these places so I lost my faith because like one day we in church and the deacon wife and the secretary get the fight in the church. Oh no. And I'm like, this can't be Lord. This, this can't, this, this ain't, this can't be it. This cannot. So I left the church. I left the church and I started to seek God on my own to, to understand my understanding of God and what I know for that to be for me. You know what I mean? Because I grew up with my grandma, you know, telling me about God and what I should know about God and, you know, what she was told. And then well, as I got older, I realized she was only told what her mama told her and her mom was only told what her mama told her. And when you think about it, what they learned. Hold on. Did I did I break up? No, you good. Um, so when you think about it, what they learned from the Bible was what the slave owners gave them. You know what I mean? And that was passed down to them. And that's what they knew about God. You know, so when I got out of that and started reading the Bible myself and not just reading the Bible, reading the Quran, reading the um, Jehovah Witness book, reading the Book of Mormon, just reading different things. Like, you know, I was always taught, don't question God, don't question. But I had to really step outside of that and do my research, do my finding and my understanding of what God is and what God can do for my life, my children's life. So, and that's when I denounced anything that had to do with religion. And I don't call myself a Christian. I don't, I don't have any title. I just know that, I know that Jesus Christ laid down his life for me. 
and I know that there's the Father, there's the Son, and I know that there's the Holy Ghost. And that's that's what I know. And I know that because through and through, no matter what I went through, God always was there for me. Even when I thought I couldn't, when I thought that I wasn't going to make it, when I thought I wouldn't be able to, God always was there with me because he's in me. So if I, that's God. You know what I mean? So I try to explain it to people. People are like, well, what is God? This is God. If you could take a deep breath, that's God. That wind blowing, that's God. Me moving my hand right now, that's God. God is everywhere. He is in through everything that we have on this earth. That's God. And, and until I started to be able to put my hands in the grass and feel dirt between my toes and really hone in and be mindful of the feeling and experiencing what, what what's it that's God so for me that's how I found God and when I started to live in that and really walk in that gratitude and not not complain and just be grateful and thankful for everything that happens to me good things bad things um just anything that just be grateful and walk in that gratitude blessings come and you just feel that peace that calmness in your heart you know um just you know knowing that so to get into my story like how I start going into that I went through some tough times so in 2015 I had a blood clot in my lungs Mm. And, you know, I thought I was, I thought I was going to die, but you know, I prayed, I prayed and I prayed hard. I said, Lord Jesus, I know you can't take me now. And they, and I came too far to let me go like this. And I have four kids. So it's like, I ain't ready yet. You know? And at this time they was babies. They was little. I had like two, three-year-old, you know, little kids. So, and when God brought me through that, I knew he took me to that place because it was something I needed to learn. I needed to slow down. I needed to take some time out to really focus on my purpose because it's like, Avia, I put you here for a reason and you not you you study hiding from that purpose. Why you study hiding from it? So let me sit you down for a second so mm-hmm. you can think about that for a second and really hone in what I put you here for because that ain't what I put you here for what you're doing. You know what I mean? And and that's how I receive God. When when I hear stuff, when I when stuff happens to me, I, I receive it like that. I feel like God is my friend and my confidant, my my buddy, my everything. You know, I talk to him just like I'm talking to you. And I feel like he talked to me just like, you know what I'm saying? Even though it may sound like my own voice in my head, but I know that's God. Mm-hmm. You know. And um, I just, man, I just really hone in on that. And I know that. I am, when I took myself out this flesh, because I was caught up on this flesh, I was caught up on, you know, this, this is just flesh, this, that ain't, you know, God is, is spiritual, you know, when you come into your spiritual being and realize that we are only humans, we, we are spiritual beings that's put here to have a human experience, mm. and when that experience is over, we go back home, and that's our father. Right. So when I start realizing that I learned how to start dealing with death better, I learned how to start, you know, just not being so emotional about everything and being all like, you know, getting mad because I used to be like, ooh, like I have road rage all the time. Now I'm just be like, I'd be thankful that that man turned it from me. Go ahead. Bless your heart, Jesus. I just be like, go ahead. Come on. You know, I just learned to have patience with stuff and not be so. You know, all the time because everything is connected. It's all connected. It's all connected. 
everything that we do is connected and I learned that and it's real and it's crazy when you sit back and be like oh that's why I did that so I can be doing this right now or that's why God had brought me to this so now I'm doing you know everything is connected and it's all connected through our father no definitely he said all things work for the greater good of those in Christ and go in the body and yeah everything a process and that process yep. to bring us to our expected end just like if you probably never would have went through those experiences as a child you probably would have never got that close to God to understand that you are a spirit because a lot of people don't understand that they like get caught up in the flesh they don't understand yep. we are spiritual beings we live yep. inside the body and we possess a soul we are three-part beings yeah spirits that live inside a body possess a soul so when you start getting attracted to the things of the flesh you live by the things of the flesh and a, and a natural man can't understand the things of the spirit that's what the bible say so yeah. You can't understand the things of the spirit. You can't walk by the spirit and you can't truly walk by faith and not nope. by sight because the only thing you understand is what you see, what you what feel, how you yeah. feel inside, your emotions. You let your emotions dictate yep. decisions. Yes. Let it's your emotions emotions. Decisions. Man. Well, <laughs> you make a permanent decision off temporary emotions. I tell people that all the time. It may have been a Facebook meme or something like that, but it's so true. You can't make decisions based off of temporary emotions because joy come in the morning. You're mm -hmm. not going to feel like that uh, that next day because joy come in the morning. I don't care what you do. You open your eyes. You, you, you feel that joy. When you open your eyes and a lot of people might be like, well, I'm depressed. I'm de but you feel that joy when you open your eyes and you wake up in the morning. Mm -hmm. That that's so true. That statement, joy come in the morning. It's true because you be over it. You don't even know what you're mad at. No, for real, for real. Like, because even when it comes to the religion aspect, like mm -hmm. Jesus died so that we wouldn't be here doing the religious stuff exactly jesus came here he like he was arguing like the pharisees the sadducees those yeah. were the ministers those were the high priests yeah and he come down here telling them like, no, my father doing that like my father he, he spoke about the kingdom one thing miles and raw always talk about he say jesus never told us to do none of the stuff we'd be doing while we at church he told us to preach about the kingdom. He told us to talk about the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And we, he, and he even went as far as this. He was like, he didn't tell us to preach about him. He told us to preach about the kingdom. Yep. But we preaching about him and we supposed to be preaching about the kingdom. Now we utilize his story to tell his what he's mm -hmm. been through and what he's been through. But he told us to let everybody know about the kingdom mm -hmm. so that they can believe in him. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. and everlasting life yep so we get caught up in all these politics and mm -hmm. and then they don't even know why they we they call us christians because we were followers of christ it mm -hmm. was like a, a mockery yeah it was like and a, a lot of people don't know that they like full home strong like i'm a christian but it's like do you even know what that means to be that though if I only god could judge me though why are you so judgeful I think it's a it's I think it's a it's perspective. I think everybody the way you see it 
the way you view it, it's a it's an understanding thing, but a veil has to be removed so you can truly understand who yes. Christ is, what Christ did for you, why he did it for you, mm-hmm. and why you should be explaining this to others mm-hmm. to bring to me. Yes. Not utilizing it as something to put yourself ahead of nobody or utilizing it to uh, judge somebody or utilizing yes, it. Yes, Lord. You not living life like you, because we all fall short of the glory of God. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Mm, we all sin. And that's what the thing is. So many people want to be perfect. Ain't nobody perfect but God. Mm-hmm. Let's be clear. You know, we not perfect. Ain't nobody perfect. You know, we all fall short of some things, but you got to repent. You got to ask for forgiveness. You got to get down on the knees and pray. No, definitely. Like prayers, prayer prayer and i even go as far as meditating on that word to being able to listen to god mm-hmm. because so yeah. many people they pray but they never take time to actually to listen like to actually sit there and understand what god is trying to get to them telling Amen. them man said yeah good man steps are ordered by the lord mm-hmm. trust in yes. the lord with all your heart lean on to your own understanding Mm-hmm. that's what solomon told us all your ways yep. of him and he shall direct your path yes we'll get out of so many things if we really truly yielded to his will and it's not even like on no cliche being corny yeah. like really understand and understand yeah no, no, i ain't got to do that i ain't got to do that or maybe not today or or that's not gonna get me nowhere mm-hmm. that alleviates so many sins yeah, right there. And a lot of people, they just, you know, they think they could just pray, 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 and don't do nothing. That's not how it works. Like, you know, a person with diabetes, for instance, you know, older people with diabetes, they, oh, the Lord going to take care of me. Okay, but you, grandma, you you still need to eat right, eat okay? Right. I'm still need you to eat right, though. The Lord got you, going to take care of you, but I'm going to need you to eat right, okay? Now you can't pray and ask the Lord for stuff, but you ain't gonna do your part. So, you know, I think that's where a lot of people be like, oh, I can just pray, it's gonna happen, it's gonna be magical. No, you faith without works is dead. Dead. Period. That you and you, faith and fear can't occupy the same space. And that's when I get into like when we grew up like that, them generation curses, so many of us were so scared of success. I and mean, that's what took us to our mid-30s to get to where we at, but also God had to bring us through that to be where we at because it was some things we had to learn on the past and it was it was that testimony that we needed that's going to help other people our story is going to be able to save somebody else's life you know what i mean so and i feel like that's why i feel like it took me this long to get to where i'm at as far as writing a book opening up my business my tax preparation business um really really standing out and starting to get on these stages and speaking and you know telling people my story but I had to go through it I had to go through it I and I'm not perfect I I get depressed I get sad you know what I mean I I still ain't perfect I just had COVID for the third time um back in December and I'm telling you I was so depressed I was so just like you know, book wrote and all, I just was like, I don't know, Father, what was happening to me right now? You know, what's going on? And I just really had to take that time. Again, my child, sometimes I need to sit you down so you can hear me. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? And the downloads that I got in that time and just in this past week set up my 2022 so perfectly to it's like, dang, that's why I had to go through that. I, I wouldn't even be talking to you right now if I hadn't went through that. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's like it set up my 2022. Everything I went to, through at the end of um, of uh, 2021 this is what's setting up my 2022. Booked and busy. You see what I'm saying? Go. So it's like, yes, okay, that's why I had to go through that. I needed that. And for me, like when I started my business and stuff, it wasn't so much that I want to be rich. I want to be like this person and nothing's wrong with money. I fixed my relationship with money and I'm okay with that, but that's not the only thing that I do it for. Mm-hmm. Um, in my mantra, I say that I will use money to change my life and the life of others because my main goal is to, and this is a visualization that I do is to imagine everybody around me with able to pay their bills, no money problems, you know, wealthy, well off. And just imagine a world like that with everybody around you making it everybody. Okay. It'll be way more love spread. So when people say money is the root of all evil, no, it's the lack of money is the root of all evil. And I grew up with my grandma always saying money the root of all evil. Should not no man want to be rich. And I don't want that much money. And to me, it was like, oh, every time I get some money, let me hurry up and spend it. God ain't going to bless me. I'm, I'm going to go to hell. I got too much money. Oh, Lord Jesus. Let me get rid of this money. I don't need it. My, my grandma said it's evil. I don't want it. Mm, and just, I grew up with that. Something. You just hit something because I know a lot of people that grew up in that in this mindset. That, that, that baby boomer generation where they give, 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 give to they don't have nothing. Yep. And not necessarily, they might not even be giving because God told them to give. They exactly, probably, but they think in their heart, this God telling it, but that ain't how that ain't what God is telling you because you weren't listening. You just giving your money away because it's something that man has put in you. God ain't put that in you. Mm-hmm. That's something you picked up subconsciously. Mm-hmm. You That's know, big. That's big. Mm-hmm. It's real. Wow. Because sometimes we put ourselves in a position that we can be trying to provide for people so much to the point that people start treating us like God. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Oh, to their gods. Because oh, yes. Start, they don't they don't even think to ask God. Like they think, oh yeah, Lamont got it. Hey, uh. Hey, oh, hey, uh, hey, bro, hey, 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 sis, can I, can I hold, hold 500, hold a thousand, yeah. hold a hundred, hold 20? You gonna be on the chair? Oh, they, they come straight for you. They think you got it. And I used to be that person to give it, give it, give it. Like I said, I was, I want this money here. Let me give it to y'all. What you do? You okay mm. here? And I just didn't realize God was study blessing me with that money so I could put in this business so I can be this motivational speaker that I've been saying I wanted to be all so this time. Accomplish your assignment. That's another thing too. So I hope some somebody somebody's mother grandmother is listening to this right now, and they've been going through so much trauma, and they're trying to make sure that their son or daughter or grandson or granddaughter 
got it, whatever, or, or you want to make sure you keep them out of their problems. Your job is not to keep them out of their problems. That's God's job to keep them out of their problems. Now, if God put it on your heart to do it, that's another story. That's another story. But you can't be God for them because they're not going to exactly. understand the lesson that God trying to teach them. Teach them. Mm-hmm. If you keep coming to the rescue and enabling that money to accomplish your assignment, your assignment, yes, because all of us are here on assignment, all of us are here on purpose. Well, ain't none of this by mistake, none of it, nothing is nope. by mistake. I will tell you this um, this one story my uh, one of my, my stepmom shared with me one day, uh, just touching on the subject about people that giving, giving they think God got me. As long as you know, whatever. So it's called uh, two helicopters in a boat. Okay. So I don't know if you heard it before, but it was this man. This was around like, you know, Hurricane Katrina, all this stuff going on, you know, the flooding and stuff. So he was on the roof of his house. Um, and then the helicopter, first the boat came by and told him like, sir, we got to evacuate this area. You know, this is about to get really bad. And he's like, um, no, he wasn't on the roof yet. He was still in the house. He's like, no, um, God got me. God got me. Y'all going on. Save somebody else. God got me. So they said, okay, sir. So then here come a helicopter. Helicopter came again. Sir, it's getting really bad now that your house is almost covered with water. No, God got me. God got me. One more helicopter comes, sir. This is your last chance. We're about to evacuate the area. We ain't coming back. Now, this is your last chance. Nope. God got me. So lo and behold, he drowned. He died. Mm. Get to heaven. God, why you ain't saved me? I sent you two helicopters in a boat. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to know when God Everything in your life is attached to a person. Everything in your life attached to a person. Every door opportunity. God don't need people to do things, but he need people to do things. And he's going to use people to put Mm. you in different positions, Mm. teach you stuff because favor is more than money. Yes. It's worth more than money. It is. Mm, mm -mm. Yes, it is. Because if you got favor, you might can walk in, you might can get everything is on the house. Yeah. I'd rather have everything on the house than have the most money in the world because of everything on the house, I don't need to worry about no money. Exactly. My purpose and do whatever I need to do because everywhere I go is good. I don't got to pay for housing. I don't got to pay for food. Yeah. I don't got to pay for for water. I don't got to pay for for knickknacks. I ain't got to pay for clothes. You got favor, and that's how we should all honestly want to be in position to live. Yeah, do that. That's true. Yep. Ain't and no we problem. gotta like you know just not be scared to live your dreams. Like just do it. But it, no dream is too big. You can be anything you think yourself up onto, and that's the thing people don't understand. God gave us one true thing that man has power over, and that's your mind. He gave us full control over that. Full control. He gave full us control. Gift. Anything you think up, eventually gonna come into, come into reality. 
You know what I mean? And that's what made me write that book. If we could control our thoughts, we can control our life because you didn't thought yourself up in that situation. Mm. You didn't thought yourself up into being broke. You didn't thought yourself up into having this man and he hitting on you all the time. You didn't thought yourself up into mm. being on drugs or strung out. You didn't thought yourself into these situations that you're in. You're in those situations, not because your mama, because not because your daddy, not because your sister, but you're in these situations because of you. It's you. It ain't nobody else. It's you. And until you change your thought process, your mindset, you're going to continue to be in that rut. You're going to continue to be stagnant. And some people don't want to hear those harsh realities and it do hurt, but the truth hurts, you know? So, yeah. Nah, that, that's big. Because the Bible tells us as a man think of in his heart, so is he. Heart in the Greek is referring to the mind. Yep. yep. Your mind. And so many times we don't even pay attention that everything that we, it scares me sometimes because I even knew this as a kid mm-hmm. and even being prophetic and not even understand what prophetic was till it was explained to me. I know, right? Yeah. I found out that I was prophetic. I was like, uh Oh, that's probably why stuff been happening, but mm-hmm. you got to be careful what you think. That's why it's more important to care, care about what you say. Yeah. Because yep. if you if you think it and you say it, now you don't put it out here. You didn't put it into universal the universal law. It can happen. It can. And most of the time it can and will. Like sometimes I could be thinking of a song and it'll come on the radio. Or so somebody will start singing it. Yeah, <laughs> or somebody else start singing. Just stuff as simple as that. Like people don't realize how powerful. Like this, this is this one verse that I got in my book that come out the bible and i feel like it's romans 12 and 2 do not copy the behavior and customs of this world but let god transform you into a new person by changing the way you think Mm. then you will learn to know god's will for you which is good and pleasing and perfect okay Amen. amen that is just so true we got to change that mindset, man, because I cannot stress even like our older, like our baby boomers. I be teaching my grandma different like strategies and, you know, doing meditations with her because she not used to that stuff. But I be telling her, grandma, you can't think like that. It's OK because your check income. You blessed, though, right? You right. You know, stuff like that. Like I be trying to teach her new ways to think about things and new ways to go about ways. And, you know, grandma, you can't be mad at that lady because she, you know. Just be thankful and grateful for it. And we just go move on, you know, so it'll be it'll make a better way. You're just trying to teach her different ways because they just didn't know. And then I teach my kids because they coming up to try not to go into that mindset. And then like a lot of my peers around me, you know, I'm telling them, get the book, read it. Do the do the exercises, do the, do the visualization exercises, write it write down because my book is interactive. So up in there, there's some um, exercises you can write in it. It's going to ask you questions. You know, what, by the time you're done reading this book, you're going to be like, dang, you're going to woke. You, you, you be woke. Like, dang, this just is kind of life changing. You know, I can't develop new routines. I can't develop better habits because we creatures are habit, you know. So, yes. Yes, yes. No, definitely, definitely. Because if you don't change your habits, 
you're going to continue to do the same thing. And if you continue to do the same thing, you never get no growth. Mm-hmm. If you don't get no growth. You'll never be what God called you to be because you aren't in position to receive the things or receive yep. people that he's sending your way to get to where you're supposed to go. Yep. You ain't lying. So he told Elijah, he said, all right, you need to flee. All right. I know you're hungry now. You need to go to over here. You're going to meet this lady. She's mm-hmm. going to help you out. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just imagine if Elijah, like, nah, I can't, I can't move because it's Jezebel. They, they looking for me. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or he got scared. Or Yep. But he, he went on that faith. He said, he said, the raven's going to come feed you. What if he, what if he was like, man, I ain't trying to hear that God. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm, I ain't trying to hear that. I'm gonna stay comfortable, and that's a lot of things. A lot of people, I want no people want to stay comfortable. The raven is the dirtiest bird. Mm-hmm. So he like he be like, no, I'm I'm good. I I just be cool, God. I don't, I don't want no. Raven. I don't want that because that's gonna be very right. uncomfortable. I'm gonna be inconvenient. I might get sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I might get sick, and then. It ain't gonna nah, it ain't gonna work. And then yeah. I can't be out here and deal with you said do for no reason. Yep, and that's how people go about stuff like and I'm not trying to just be like point finger, point finger at everybody, but I just know like I know, like I know, like I know that God is good all the time, all the time. God is good and God don't make no mistakes. No, for sure. And I know that. And the definition of insanity, you keep doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting different results. Man. So it's like choose. Every morning we wake up, we got a choice and a chance. So what you gonna do? You gotta choose to walk by faith and not by sight. We gotta be like Noah. Cause just think about the fact that Noah was building that ark for like, I think they said 150 years. I think the Bible says 150 years. You know how many mm-hmm. people probably were walking past, bro? Like, what you right. do? Yeah, talking. We was just it's talking about, about this the other day. Me about and the rain. So y'all better get ready because God told me it's about the rain. They like he he said it's about to be water come from the sky because you know at that time water rose up just to mm-hmm. moisturize the plants. It never was rain, so they like this guy. You know oh, how people used to like yeah, like right. <laughs> like <laughs> this guy think he's about to. It's about to rain. It's gonna rain. Yeah. What is what, what is what is rain, Noah? So he had to he had to rethink his whole mindset. He had to think his whole brain. That that's for somebody right there that's trying to do a business that ain't been created yet, or trying yeah. to create a new innovative way to do something that ain't been created yet. God made you think that way. God didn't make somebody else think that way on purpose. You just think about just certain things that's going on right now, like the iPhone. Like Steve Jobs thought to put a computer in the phone. Yeah. I seen the presentation. Me too. He was telling, he was telling everybody about what he was gonna do with the iPhone or whatever. Uh-huh. And I was like, that was the greatest presentation ever. I know. It's putting the computer in the Blackberry and everything, but it was like basic. It was real, but yeah. And it was, was definitely he was on to something. He was I just like, like, um, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, you good. No, just like the dude with Netflix. Everybody thought he was crazy. You sitting in your garage sending people DVDs. This don't even make sense. They got Blockbuster. They got, and I look at where Netflix at. 
And everybody thought that man was on to something stupid. Like, who gonna want to do that? Don't nobody want you to send them no DVDs in your out of your garage. And now Netflix is like, put Blockbuster out of business. Let's be clear. Put Blockbuster out of business. You hear me? Let's it, be clear. It created, a, it created a whole new wave because now we a got a whole new wave. You got Tubi, you got Peacock, you got and, all types of Hulu's and everything now because of Netflix. Netflix, and you know what they, you know that they, they business model is. No, what is it? They're not even profitable. What they do is, is they license the content. Now they're starting to make their own content. Mm. They license the content. So, like, if you create a movie, I create a movie. They license that content for a fee. Say they, they oh. pay like thirty. They say they pay you like thirty million. We gonna we gonna use your your movie for for five years for thirty million. But the, yeah. And then they yep. just charge everybody and just collect the rent. It's like renting out a. a yeah, rent out. you know what Ti was explaining that I just learned about how these licenses work on um tvs and shows and stuff because he said that's why he stopped doing the family hustle he mm. lost creative control and he said he didn't like that mm. he was like i, I ain't like he you never know, had nobody license. tell me what i can and can't do he was like i didn't like that and he's like everybody think i'm just a rapper but i learned from the bit you know he said he learned from jay-z rick ross you know all the other ones um dr dre and all them that yeah, they was rappers, and that was got them in the gate. But they thought bigger, you know, mm. way bigger. And that's that's what it is. You got to think about the bigger picture. And like you said, everybody, your vision ain't for everybody. So don't be so quick to go tell family and friends about your vision because they're gonna shoot it down. They might try to talk you out of it, or they're gonna put so much doubt in your head, and you're gonna feel like you can't do it and you ain't enough. But you are, man, because God wouldn't have gave it to you. My aunt told me. That the quickest way to kill to kill a baby, so when you're pregnant, you can put yourself in a position of where you can have a miscarriage just mm-hmm. because you you get too excited or you you keep on telling everybody about it, and now mm-hmm. you got an expectation mm-hmm. to have to push this baby through. So now if you don't conceive this baby, you don't bring this baby into flourishing. You done spoke about it. You done told everybody I'm pregnant. Start buying clothes. Pregnant. Start doing all this stuff and I'm pregnant. The funniest thing is that when God uh, when God impregnated Mary with Jesus, he sent her to John the Baptist's mother. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing he told when she found she was pregnant for real, he told her to go straight to her. Mm-hmm. They have both had the same faith. How do we know? Now it would be explained. It wasn't explained to us, but how do we know that the reason why she had to go there was to keep her in the faith? Yeah, she just got pregnant out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. How many people just imagine that? I know. I know. I ain't never had no man in my life, and I'm pregnant. They like, oh, oh, you pregnant? Oh, you, you the? Oh, you a virgin? You, you, oh, who, you who they was prophesying about? Mm-hmm. So we had to put her with somebody of faith. You got to make sure you, you around people that believe the same way as you. You got to make sure your circle they understand like what's up for real, like so that yeah. your baby can leap. Like, if your baby don't leap, like when Jesus and John the Baptist was around each other when they was in the womb, 
then that's probably not the people that you need to be you talking to be about around. your vision, your plans, what you what God got for you, because they're gonna want to see it aborted. They're not gonna want to see it Mm-mm. conceived and have birth because yes. they might be jealous because they like you ain't never ran a business before. You how you know so much about right? Business? How you know how to do that? Or, <laughs> Whatever. You okay. better keep that job. That job is what's gonna be safe and this and that and that. I'm like okay, all right. Even with the job thing, it's it's jobs now. Where so cybersecurity per se, right? Mm-hmm. You can go to school for cybersecurity for like six months and get done with the cybersecurity program and go make like 250. Yes, yes. Make yes. that 250. You might gotta move to Seattle or move to Oakland mm-hmm. or move to San Francisco. Say yep. you from a little, you from a little town in Illinois or you from a little town, North Carolina, yeah. you like Arkansas, you tell your mama, yeah, I'm about to go down to the college down the street and do cybersecurity. Or yeah, mama, I saved up $5,000 and I'm about to move to San Francisco, get me a job at Starbucks, and I'm about to go to school for cybersecurity for six months. She might look at you crazy. like Crazy. If she ain't got the faith and the vision, she going to look, she going to be like, that ain't going to go down there and work at Walmart with your cousin. Right, go down there to Amazon. You know Amazon, huh? Amazon, <laughs> but he trying to. He ain't even talking about business. We ain't even talk about. We talking about getting a job. Getting a job, and that's what people be scared to learn. Like you gotta be willing gotta to invest skills. in yourself. You gotta get skills, especially got now. Two thousand twenty-two. You ain't got no skills. They. Yep. Right and now, I ain't knocking so the nine to five, but. Like you said, skills. Skills is what's going to lead you to the next step. Because, I mean, sometimes you got to work the nine to five to get you to your next step. That's oh, yeah. What I do is I teach people how to find a purpose and then take what God created them to do, create products and services around their purpose, mm-hmm. around their gift, and they can offer that to the world. And that is yep. their business. Yep. And once they are able to, utilize this business to live they can wing off of their job but you want to use your job to be able to fuel this business or even you might learn some skills seed money that's what i call it the seed money get that seed money (laughs) start planting seeds you gotta have the seed money i mean sometimes you just gotta just just stop now when it's that time you gotta just stop when it don't make no sense you gotta just stop but Mm -hmm. you gotta put yourself in position to to do greater because right now people don't even understand this you can have a job right mm-hmm. way the u.s tax well you 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 the tax lady you know this yeah you, she, gonna, she gonna let you know the way the tax code is set up mm-hmm. they will let you deduct money from your earned income to to run business Mm-hmm. So basically, you have uh, tax credits. You utilize this money. Say you you have more with you have less withholdings than you usually do. You mm-hmm. set up your W four to have less withholdings purposely because you know this year I'm going to start my hair business. Right this year I'm going to start my nail business. This year I'm going to start my tax business. This year I'm going to start flipping houses. Yeah, that same money you say you paying fifteen thousand dollars in taxes to the government. 
but you set your taxes up this year to only pay three thousand. You take that three that twelve thousand to run your business, mm -hmm. and then you're gonna deduct all the money that you use to run your business. That's gonna deduct from your taxable income. So if you made fifty thousand dollars. They usually take 15. So now you usually only make $35,000 yeah. a year. So now yeah. you say, nah, government, I'm going to make 47,000, but I'm about to write off 20. Mm -hmm. Now your taxable income about to go down to 30,000 and yeah. they got to tax you on that 30,000. But people, right. everybody don't know that, but that's what they don't. And that's how that works. Cause um, so basically, like you said, deductions work like, they don't necessarily give you more money, but they help you eat down that tax liability, which gives you that refund, which gives you that, like you said, you yes, that's his, yes. And that's how and I be trying to explain to people like this is why we have refunds. You know, we get refunds based off of the credits. The deductions help us eat off our liability. So then the credits come into play and they say, okay, well, you already gave us, you, you okay, you owe us $6,000. But once you get finished adding these refunds and these deductions, you already gave us 12. So now we owe you a refund of $6,000. So Man. that's basically how it, it, it falls into play. So if, yeah, if you definitely, if you door dashing, if you do any of those side hustle things, you can, you can um, deduct your cell phone bill. You can deduct that mileage. You can deduct um, food. Cause you out and about, you gotta you gotta eat lunch and stuff. Cause this is your job. You can conduct gas. You know what I mean? Just like stuff that you're doing for your business, you can deduct. Just like for instance, like with my businesses, I have to you know travel to a speaking thing, or I have to pay to be in a speaking thing, or all the money I spent to 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 um write my book. You know, all that stuff is tax deductible because I own a business. And some people think that I got to have LLC. You don't have to have LLC. The LLC is to protect you from liability, from you being sued, such something happened. Mm -hmm. And that depends on what products and services you offer. You may not offer something where you can be sued. So you probably don't technically need an LLC right now at the moment. You can operate under sole proprietorship. Mm -hmm. You can operate under just having an EIN number, you know. So the LLC ain't necessarily for the IRS. The LLC is so you don't get sued. So you're not sued. Your company is sued. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people Everybody don't, don't know that. Everybody, that's what you got to have. It. They, but uh, the Bible say, my people suffer from the lack of knowledge. Yes, 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 yes. What you Lord. doing with your time? Like, what you doing with your time? What you doing with that extra income? You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Now, yep. you, can't, you can't tell the IRS all right, I usually pay 15000 but this year I'm only going to pay three. And you take that twelve and go to the club. You that don't make sense. And buy your kids Gucci, Louis, and all and the matching Jordans. All the J. That's not going to, you can't, I mean, you can deduct it if they a model. But if you ain't making no money off them being a model. Then what are you doing? You for? You feel what I'm no, saying? No, that's real. I'm that's real. That too, like, because it's like, well, what is we doing for real? Is we, what is is we, we gonna doing? live in purpose or is we just going to exist? Are we, we I promise you, if me and all my exist? cousins put all our income tax together, buy up a building, we'll be, we'll be good. Like a, mm. like a 12 apartment building or something. Let's do that. How about that? Y'all don't want to do that, but don't nobody want to do stuff like that. So it is what it is. Group economics. You got to invest in this. Like, let's do that. Not go to Miami every daggone tax season or Atlanta. Like that's no. 
We're not doing that. How about this we anymore. go to how about we go to Bali? Bali. Yeah. We're, we're, <laughs> we're not doing Bali. that no more. I'm tired of that. So I just I, and I, I just planned this retreat um for my birthday because I'm like, I'm not doing I'm not doing all that kicking and drinking, smoking, chilling. I'm not doing all that. No, I, I, I'm not the same avian no more. I know. I'm not. I'm I'm elevating. I want to get closer to the Lord and I want to get closer to my purpose so that I can live in it and help these people. I got like a hundred and some million people that I'm supposed to help because I know that because God told me. And mm -hmm. I believe that with everything in me, that I know that this is what I got to do. I can't keep playing. I got to play full out. You know what I mean? I got to put my all in it and it ain't going to be comfortable and it ain't going to be easy because that, that's what I did so many years. I lived in this comfortableness like, oh, I'm going to be comfortable and just still try to make my business work. No, it's not going to be comfortable. I'll be sleepy. I'll be sitting at this computer sometimes. I don't know if y'all can see my little setup. But I'll be sitting at this computer sometimes at 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. But guess who got to get up at 6? Because my kids got to go to school. Me, sleepy as heck. But you know what? I got to do it. I got to do it. You know, because I have to. You just have to. And you're not going to be comfortable like just um last year i took a whole lot of l's on a lot of bad investments that i made as far as like wanting too fast and oh i'm gonna do this oh and not having a structure or a plan and going into it, i lost a lot of money so i had to go back to work even though i own a business but i still got a, i got a job now because guess what it's this business ain't gonna pay for itself mm -hmm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. like i say um you know none of us perfect but if every day you keep going, if you move hard, you move fast, move slow. But whatever you do, you got to keep moving. You got to keep moving. So if you stop, that's the only way you're going to guarantee your failure. That's the only way you're going to guarantee that it's going to happen is you quitting, you giving up. You just saying, I throw in the towel away or whatever. That's the only way. I don't care if you only take little baby steps, just do something, something that's small every day to work towards your goals, your dreams. And I'm not going to just say purpose because purpose don't always have to be connected to something that's monetized. Your purpose could be, you already probably make a six figure, but your purpose could be to be could to read books to, to eight-year-olds or to go on a mission in Africa one day or something. You know, your purpose does not always have to be monetized, but it's up to you to sit back, sit, sit chill, pray, meditate, so you can figure out what that is. Amen, amen. That's what, hey, you got to. If you don't take that time to talk to God and figure out what you're supposed to be doing, you can yeah. be living this life in the days. You can live this life and not know what's going on. Mm -hmm. You just you gotta do you something. It's like people that's rich right now. Exactly. Bread. Yes. They got bread, but they not living their purpose. So your body purpose. always gonna be groaning. Cause if you was born, say you born to, we're gonna say, say you born to be a real estate agent. But you born to be, we don't know, we ain't gonna even think, we ain't gonna not saying real estate agent is small. We're gonna say you was born to be a real estate developer. You were supposed to make cities, you were architect, you were supposed mm -hmm. to be an architect. But you decided to go to school to be a nurse because your family told you it was a more secure job. Mm -hmm. So now you at work 
always thinking about the structures of buildings and how you want to decorate different stuff. Sketching and it you, on your little you work pad. How you would do it, how you would make a city. Yep, <laughs> that's true. Every day, you you're just trying to, you're trying People to like, do that. man, I wish I could. People, the opportunity present itself, but you you still stuck there because mm -hmm. the, the opportunity, the benefits, you're making 160000 a year. Yep. And, you got that 401k where they matching you at 8%. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, that's, that's crazy. That's a true story, though. People you know doing that. Mm -hmm. And they like. But just not happy on the inside. You just not at peace. You just something that, you know, off all the time because you're not living in your purpose. You have all the money in the world and not be living your purpose. You got to do, you know. You get caught know. up in life. You get caught up in life. You, you might be 42, 43 years old, and you like, look, Lamont, it ain't, I, I, I really, I mean, I'm not trying to hear that purpose thing that you're talking about because I got kids. My, my right. mom's sick. I got to take care of my mama. You feel what I'm saying? Like, but, with but everything that was in though. you, everything that's in you, everything you need to go on your journey that God has called you to go on is already within you. You already got Mm -hmm. so Everything if this is, is what you're supposed got. to do you packed up already the book bag already in here it's already in the yes yes in here already yep. the book bag already packed it's just oh. waiting for you to say all right let's take the god god where, where i'm supposed to go yep. abraham what mm -hmm. do you tell abraham he said i need you to dip yeah it's time exactly to people amen no like he chose abraham because he chose abraham where Abraham was at, they was doing some wild stuff still. Oh yeah, you feel what I'm saying? Like you can even you can you can smell the finesse on Abraham when they left, and he was like, "Look, hey, they ain't about to kill me, so you about to tell them you my sister, right? <laughs> you about to tell them you my sister, and then he, oh. they, you feel me? So God choose people, and don't always don't think that your sin, your sin can be derived from you." If you allow God to work on you, mm -hmm. you might be a drunk or you might be somebody who always want to smoke weed every hour of the day. You might be somebody who you can't stay out of these different women bed. You might be a woman who can't stay, stop messing with a married man, or you might be a woman who always want to just get attention. You, you want to just fiend for the attention, or you might be a woman who smokes cigarettes, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. God can take that from you if you allow him to. Yep. But if you don't never allow him to take it from you, it's going to always hinder you. That's what's going to be in between you and accomplishing your assignment. And yep. you're always going to be feeling uneasy because you're not accomplishing your assignment. Yeah. And if you don't accomplish your assignment at the end of the day, you always going to you going to be missing something. Yep. I agree. I agree. Yep. And then a lot of people, you know, we just, we gotta, we gotta get closer and build that relationship with God. Like we have to, it starts there. It starts there and people gotta be kind to yourself. Give your permission, give yourself permission to, 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 to make mistakes. Give yourself permission to, to, to know that I messed up. You the only person keeping count. God not keeping count. You keep account and you making it hard on yourself, being so bad down on yourself to where 
it's eating you up in life and now you stagnant you can't do anything you can't focus you you can't move you feel like your life isn't anything you then now you fall into a depression and this and that be kinder to yourself love yourself you know wake up in the morning with a sense of gratitude check in with yourself when I wake up in the morning, I check in with Avia. How you, you all right, Avia? You good? Yeah, girl, I'm all right. And this is how I talk to myself. I'm just, I'm telling y'all, I really do. You know, I put my hand on my heart, my hand on my stomach and just feel that. Like, you all right? You good? Yeah. You know, thank the Lord for another day. I'm so grateful and thankful when I wake up in the morning. I don't get out the bed until I say thank you, God, God, for another day. I, I just can't. And I drink my water. I always keep a glass of water. I don't know what that does, but I keep water on the side of my bed on my table. And I wake up in the morning. That's the first thing I do. And I feel like, I don't know, that cleanse me or something. And I'm thankful. And I thank God. And I check in with me so that I can be intentional for my day. And sometimes my day don't always go as planned, but I'm intentional and I'm mindful. And if it does go off track, it's okay, Avia. It's okay. Forgive yourself for that. You didn't get there on time for this. You didn't. You probably didn't get that done on your list, but it's okay. You know, we move on. Life goes on. Forgive yourself. God already forgave you. Mm-hmm. So you know, just be be kinder to yourself. I think people are so hard on themselves. You know, and I have to tell my teenage daughter, she's eighteen. I'm like, girl, you better start being kinder to yourself. You okay? You might not be because she, you know, she's just in college and she got all that. And I'm like, be kinder to yourself. You're doing okay. Don't just count on the list, all the stuff you didn't get done. What did you, what did you get done? What were you able to accomplish? Hone in on that because you did that. And nobody else do that for you did that. You did that for you. You know, with, with God will, you know, you did it, but you did that for you. So count your accomplishments. Don't focus on what you don't got. If I sit up here and focus on what I don't got, then that's what I'm going to get universal law, because that's what I'm giving focus to. So whatever you choose to give focus to is what your life becomes. So if I'm sitting up here, I don't want to be fat. That's what I'm be, I'm going to be fat because that's all I'm focusing on. Instead, change that to I will, I am my perfect weight. You know what I mean? I am at my best weight. I am, you know, start your sentences with I am and not I don't, I don't want, I don't want to be broke. Don't say that. Say I have all the money I need, everything that I need, I already have. God has already provided me with abundance and prosperity you know, think like that. Just change it up how we think. Change it up how we speak. Because people always go around, I don't, I don't, I don't. And that's what you keep getting, keep getting, keep getting. Because think about it like this. When we go to the burger joint, we order a burger. We always say, I don't want no ketchup. I don't want onions. We, we tell them everything we don't want on the burger, right? And now it's time until you get that burger. All that stuff you told them, or at least some of them ingredients, they didn't put ketchup on your burger. They didn't put onions on your burger. And you mad instead of going to the drive through and say, let me get a burger with cheese and meat only. They can't mess that up because you just told them exactly what you want, how you want it. So that's how we got to live our life. That's how we got to put our order in, in the universe. Exactly what we want, how we want it. Not what we don't. Don't focus. Now nah, we don't on the side. Let that go. Go over there. You know, just focus in on what you want. And that's how I tell you, you get that burger, you put cheese and meat on it. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. start doing that. I'm, I'm going to start just saying, like, but we have the power to, now that's the importance of prayer, of understanding prayer, because 
God gave us the power to speak things into existence. Now, everything mm-hmm. you say not gonna happen. You're not about to be the drug dealer and be like, God, I need the need the uh the low. I need to have birth today. The low gotta slide through the day and and the and the and the and the guy's gonna get blessed. Yeah, no, that's, that's not gonna work. work. That's because like the will of God. Now it might be in the will of God, but you have to be in that season mm-hmm. so that you can understand why you need him. Now he, mm-hmm. he allowed that to happen, but he yeah. not- no, because I know a lot of drug dealers that made their life into something different and help, you know, to help a lot of other people. You know what I mean? Now, like, you know, they took that money, invested in this business, and they was able to put so many people to work, you know what I mean, in that business. So it's like, bow, that's my guy. That's what you went through that for. You know what I mean? So so you can learn yeah. how to be a leader. I mean, he had to purge some things out of you possibly, or or he didn't put you through it. He allowed you to go through this season. Mm-hmm. So that you know how to put on how you how to put on that raincoat. When it rains, you know how to go get an umbrella when it start raining. You know how to go get the shovel to get the snow up. Yeah. And he allow you to go through that season. And every season yeah. is put in your position, well, put in, in your way so that you can overcome different obstacles and different stuff like that. But mm-hmm. so we have to learn how to pray because I started understanding too, because the closer I start getting with God, I start to understand it like, all right, so. I start noticing that the devil start messing with the people around me. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, like, that devil. He's something devil else. What mess with man? My my cousin got, you feel what I'm saying? Like got shot at girl, her uh boyfriend got killed. And I was like, wait, that's not saying that had nothing to do with me, but I know how I pray. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. At that time period. That wasn't something that I prayed about. Right. I didn't pray for, like, I prayed for protection over my whole family, but I didn't pray, I didn't pray uh, let the bullets be, you feel what I'm saying? Be mm-hmm. That wasn't something that I prayed. Exactly. That's what we got to stay in the world. We got to stay in the vein. We got to stay in the spirit because mm-hmm. the Holy Ghost going to tell us, all right, you don't even know why these thoughts coming, but. You need to stop and you need to go pray for, for, for Sister Duncan right quick. Sister Duncan, I don't know what's going on, but I, I'm feeling something. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, Avia, I, I got her on my mind. Just keep her in perfect peace. This, that, that, boom, boom, boom. But you don't even know why you was had that thought. Why you had the feeling to even think mm-hmm. about you. Why would I have the feeling to even think about you? And if I don't be obedient to what's going on, I can hinder you because yeah. when being a prayer warrior in that, in that, at that time when God needed to be, be in position. Yes. No, that happens to me a lot. Like some fall on my mind or I'll wake up out of a dream. Like, Ooh, let me call her. And I'll be telling people like, I know this sound crazy. And I know you probably think I'm crazy, but God told me to tell you. And it'd be like, it'd be, they'd be like, dang, how did you know? Or they'll be like, how you know that? I'd be like, I don't know. God told me to tell you. I'm just telling you what was sent to me to tell you. And I, at first I used to suppress it and I'd be like, oh, I know that people gonna think I'm crazy. I ain't finna be doing it. You know what I mean? Like I can't be calling nobody. Today. But now if something come up on me and in my spirit and, and I feel it pushing me to like call her, call him. You got to tell this lady or if somebody, even in a grocery store, I could be standing by somebody in, in some download and I'll be like, oh, 
And I'll be like, you know, it's going to be okay. Or I'll be like, you look real nice today. Or how you doing today? And sure enough, they'll open up to me and start telling me all types of stuff. And I'll be like, mm. God, he be on something. I'm telling you, he definitely be on something. And, and, and when if you are a person that, that, that get those type of things happen to you, you're not crazy. You're not crazy. You're not. It's all a reason why that you get that, but act up on it. Definitely act up on it. If you're feeling in your spirit and God telling you to do something and you feel like that's just, that's weird. That's out of my, my character. Or I don't want to do that. Or I'm not comfortable doing that. Again, that comfortableness, you know, don't none come out of comfortability. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing that's successful. Nothing worth having. Exactly. So, yeah. Especially yeah, if people say they want to have some money. You want you want some money. God not giving you that money to 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 pull up in the lamb. You feel what I'm saying? He might bless you with the Lambo, but he ain't giving you the money to go buy the Lambo, pull up in the Rolls Royce truck. He ain't that's not what he mm-hmm. gives you the bread for. Yes. He gives you the bread to be a blessing to other people. He to told other people. Him, I hear so friend. many people talk about that, how they made their first million and messed it up. And they didn't know what to do with it. You got to reinvest that back into the kingdom. Mm-hmm. He told Abraham, he said, I will make you, I will, I'm going to make you wealthy so that you'll be a blessing on the others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So people can see your light and know that I was the one that did this for you. Yes. And God want us to live in prosperity. He want us to live abundantly. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's not something that's not written for each and every one of us. I don't care what color you are. What you More importantly, through? my black people, we don't believe it. You got the million. That million sitting in your account. It's been sitting in your account three months. What you going to do when the million sitting in your account three months? God say, go write that check. And let, uh, uh, go write that lady a check for $750,000. you going to be, God, I, I just got the M, God. Like, we would. Right, what happened? You mean you want me to give? What you gonna do when God tell you you got the M in the account? You just got the million. It's only three months sitting in your account, and God tell you, go write that lady a check for seven hundred fifty thousand because she needs to start her business. Mm -hmm. What you gonna do? I'm gonna write that check. (laughs) Because I know, like I know, like I know, and it ain't gotta be money, but I'll write it. And just off writing that check, that lady will probably start that business, come back a few years later, get you 10, 10 million. You know what I mean? You don't know. You don't know. And you know what I mean? It's going to be a lot of people that I, I'm, I'm going to ask God, like, God, is that, that you, you, you telling me that for real? Because I, I need, need to know. Right. You, Did you like, show, show me a sign. People going to be like, I need to go on a fast. <laughs> right. They're going to be like, the devil is a lie. It's a lie. <laughs> Let me, I'm going to rebuke you. But no, you got to be willing to, to be a vessel. That's what we here mm-hmm. for. We're supposed to be willing vessels to carry out the mission of God. The, the, yep. of God. We're supposed to be carrying out the mission of the kingdom, being yep. kingdom citizens. And that's to spread love and peace. Man. I cannot stress that enough. Like if we could get more love and peace across this land. That's mm-hmm. a whole nother conversation. Oh my God, my that's God. The, that's the greatest thing we're supposed to be doing. That's what Jesus said. Jesus said the greatest two commandments is love thy God and put no other gods above him and love your neighbor like you love yourself. That's what he told yep. the Pharisees. 
Yeah. He ain't say nothing about don't be fornicating. He ain't say nothing. Well, he None said that. that. He, said, he did it. But, no fornication. but one thing, too, I tell people, though. the greatest laws. I he tell said, people, too, like, you know, we got to understand the Bible. Okay, we, we understand the Bible. We know that's the word. But, again, it was rewritten how many times? The original Bible. Them people didn't speak English. They had to transcribe that into into that so that we could in in just like Spanish, one word could mean this, one word could mean that, one word could mean that. So the Bible is the greatest self help book that was ever written. It's yeah. there to guide you, to lead you. But unless you plan on actually learning Hebrew, then the word is really in Hebrew scripture. That's what they spoke. You know what I mean? So King James Version, New International. You got all these different versions. And then not to mention the books that the Vatican burned. They took books out of the Bible. You know what I mean? So who's to say what was in the books? You know what I mean? So it's like you, it's there to guide you and lead you. But you, at the same time, God is in your heart. God is in me blinking my eyelashes right now. God is in everything that we do and if, until you really hone in and realize that then you're gonna be lost and not know what god is amen amen that's that's why you gotta you can't trust your own judgment you gotta trust the holy ghost yes lord yes and when you feel it you feel it you know you will you know <laughs> yeah. you no know. <laughs> You know. You Catch the Holy Spirit quick. Hey. Catch the Holy Spirit. You'd be like, oh, now listen. <laughs> yes. So with you being an author and everything, God led you led you to write this book. Mm-hmm. What's next? What's what what do you see in your next five years? Whew. My next five years is gonna be big. So I got more books coming, of course. Um, but in the next year, I got um, some speaking engagements coming where I want to build a community. I want to build, um, you know, I want to start teaching the spirit of God and how, not that I'm, I'm so much, I don't define myself as a faith-based coach because I'm a mindset coach, but it changes there. And if, and if I, I have to start telling people and with that, I want to build that community and I want to, and I got to get, I got to get uncomfortable. So I got to start making my YouTube videos. I got to start being on live on Facebook all the time. I got to start putting myself out there because again, this is my purpose because God told me that I had to do it. And I'm not always comfortable with, being um on on live or being on the videos because so many people don't ain't, ain't taking a word they not getting it they and you know and it's like i don't know but i i realized that i have to take myself outside of that because avia again god tell me i didn't put you here just to change your family life you know what i'm saying i i put you here to help all my children not just your family all my children I'm giving you what I'm giving you so you can spread the word across the land, not just your family, 
So if your family, you feel like your family not listening, that's not what I put you here for. So that's why I got to expand. So I'm building my YouTube channel, I'm building, uh, write more books, you know, to put them out there, going on the book tours. I got a book tour um, coming up. We're going to do um, six cities and I'm coming to your city. Okay. Where you at? Um, so I'm going to do six cities. And when I say we, me, God, right, that's my team. And uh, we're going to the cities and I'm going to do some book signing. And I got some speaking engagements coming up. And um, in the next five years, it's going to be big. And not just that, I'm building my finance company. So I do taxes. A Tax Refund um, is the name of my company at ataxrefund.com. Go check me out. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I'm building that company to be able to teach people financial literacy because that's another thing we didn't learn, right? We didn't learn about credit, debit cards and check-ins and savings and all that stuff. We didn't learn that stuff in school and they still not learning it now. Some schools are getting hip to it, but but it's not it's not a thing that's happening when we were coming up. So it's so many 40-year-olds, um, late 30-year-old, 50-year-old, 60-year-old, my grandma and them age 70, 80-year-old that don't know about this stuff, you know, so that's my goal is to build that, you know, to really, really build that and help people become financial literate, literate about what their finances can do for them and what they need to be doing with their finances because money is not the root of all evil. It's the lack of money that's the root of all evil. And I truly believe in that. So the more people that I can teach about their finances, the more people that I can teach to change their mindset, the better off that I could put my legacy out there and the better off people will be. You know, mm -hmm. so that's my goal in the next five years is to really put it out there. But you could check me out. Um, um, my website aviaduncan.com so that's my mindset coaching if you want like a free 30-minute cons consultation with me um, you could do that or if you want to set up a one-on-one -on -one coaching with me I also have retreats coming up my first retreat like I said I'm doing for my birthday um, it's going to be a, with a group of women that I've networked with throughout the year you know God put me in their life and put them in my life and now I'm able to connect with them and we, we're going to do something big that's you know hopefully it'll be an annual thing and you know other people start hosting theirs and you know reaching out and saying hey Avia can you hook this up for me and my friends and, you know and we'll do that like that so that's that's where I'm at with it just to keep on building one brick at a time this empire Amen. and then eventually I want my own church Oh, oh, that's, that's 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 a little that's like more 20 years off from now, because what I feel like and not so much like church, because I don't want it to be a religion thing, but I do want people to know about God and I do want them to come and receive the message. And I want it to be in this building that I'm going to call mine. I don't know the name of it yet. God ain't told me that part yet, but I know that I am going to be a leader Uh a community and teach people the message of God. Amen. I know one thing that the church is us, the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. The building is the house we worship in that God comes into. Mm -hmm. Like we go back to history of the, the actual, the, I mean, the first church would be considered the people of Pentecost, but yeah. the first building the house where God lived was the tabernacle. Yep. What they carried in the wilderness. You mm -hmm. feel what I'm saying? That's mm -hmm. where the spirit of God dwelled in the Holy of Holies. You had the outer court, inner court, Holy of Holies. Yep. So the house is really where we destinate 
to meet. The church is the body of Christ. We have in church right now, technically. Mm-hmm. Exactly. My name, I shall be in the midst. So yeah, I think we have to get away from that stigma of, of like really just looking at church as the typical what we grew up doing. Mm-hmm. And then that's when we can be able to pull back and see it from a bird's eye from view. Exactly. And they're like, yeah. all right. This is church, not this is church. Exactly. And that's my goal is to get young people to come into this building because the message is 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 relatable for them and they can receive it in a way that they need to receive it. Kind of like how you and I talk um, about God. Young people receive it different in -hmm. that way, in that manner. And if Whitney Houston didn't say anything, children are the future. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean we got to teach them you know what I'm saying because that is our future one of these little kids is going to be our president one day you see what I'm saying like so it starts with them so for me for me to have that vision knowing that I'm going to be in the building and I'm going to be spreading God's message I know it's going to be big you know and and it's going to be not just me by myself but it's I, I already see a group of people that's going to come with me and we're going to build this mega mega community where young people gonna love to learn about god love it's gonna be a normal it's gonna be a a natural normal thing for all everybody to to learn and love god amen amen i'm ready to see it i'm ready to see it yeah so i know you have left your website where can the people find you when they want to connect with you where can they find you on social media Yes, so I could be reached on all social media platforms at I am Avia Duncan. That's A V I A D U N C A N on all social media platforms. I made it like that, so you can just find me everywhere: Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest. My name the same. Twitter is the same. On everything that way, everybody can find me. My website is a tax refund. That's A Y E taxrefund.com, and then of course my name aviaduncan.com. Um, and I'm just looking for people that are tired of being stuck, tired of being, um, you know, tired of having limited beliefs, tired of not being where they want to be, want, want, know that they wake up and yearn and want for something else in life. Who do you know? Point them my way. Amen. I, make sure y'all tap in with Miss Avia. Avia, she's a, a, a beautiful mind, beautiful soul. Y'all see what she brings to the table. Make sure y'all grab her book. Yes. Tap Amazon. In. Tap available in. on Amazon. Y'all see she relatable. She she know that word. And that's what God wants us to do. He wants to spread his love, spread his word, and make sure yeah. his people know about people, the people know about him. About him. Seek him first. Mm-hmm. They live an abundant life. Not so the and, and all that whispering and chattering that's going on around you in the church. God, the Amen. Father, the Son. And the Holy Ghost. Amen. 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 Appreciate you for hopping on here with us. As we do this uh, segment and everything, I want to ask you, could you pray us out? Yes. Yes, Lord Jesus. Yes. You ready? Yep. And thank you. I'm so grateful for that, for having me. Appreciate you. Appreciate you coming on, blessing us. Yes, I'm so grateful and I feel such a relief and I just, I, I knew you was good people when, when we first connected and you reached in my inbox because it'd be so many, let's be clear, so many weirdos coming in my inbox, <laughs> but I felt your message and it was genuine and that's why we connected and that's why we're here now. So, Amen. yeah, but let me, let me pray us on out. 
Oh, Father God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for bringing us here together tonight so that we may talk and spread your word and spread your message over the land and hope that many, many, many receive this with an open heart, open hands. And uh, Lord, I pray and I thank you. And I'm so grateful and thankful for everything that you have put here on this earth for us and everything that you have put within our spirit. Lord, I just pray that so many people find their way and that so many people get out of being stuck in, in the mindset of not being able to see. Lord, Father, I just want to say we're grateful, we're thankful, we love you. Continue to shine on us. Continue to cover us in your blood, Jesus. And your son, Jesus Christ's name, I pray. Amen. 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 Make sure y'all tap in with Avia. She, she got it. I'm telling y'all, I see her on stages. I see her traveling the world. Make sure y'all yes. tap in with her early. Book her. Book her yes. at events. I come she speak. Financial literacy. She can yep. connect with y'all. Young ladies, she can connect with the young men. Make sure y'all. Uh, let me know if y'all want me to come to your city and do a book signing. I got you. But I am going to be putting that on my website, though, releasing the dates in the cities that we're going to be in uh, for sure. And like I said, I'm going to connect with you because I'm coming to your city. Definitely. Check you out so we could do something together. We definitely going to do it. Cleveland, we're going to go support Avia. We're going to pull yep. up on them. Yep. Let's do it. Appreciate it. So thank you all for logging on to the God's My Source podcast. We bridge the gap between God, money, health, family, and relationships, keeping it real, bridging the gap for the culture so that we can understand who God is and what he has for us so we can put him first and ultimately seek him and not seek all the things that the world tries to bring in our way to keep us out of position. So yes. appreciate y'all for logging on to the God's My Source podcast. We're going to keep this coming. I want y'all to keep watching, keep on supporting. We want sponsors. Y'all, y'all want to come on? Y'all welcome. Just hit me up. Y'all can follow me on all social networks at Wealthy Lamont. Y'all can follow the podcast at God is my underscore source. So, and y'all can go to the website at godismysource.com. So appreciate y'all for logging on and see y'all next time. Peace.